This is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study every single day, only about 13 minutes or so, but it gets us into God's Word every single day. And we can usually pretty easily fit in that short amount of time to get into God's Word every day. Maybe riding in the car on the way to work or coming home from work in the evening or maybe taking a break from our chores around the house or maybe on break time at, 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 at our workplace. Whatever it is, we can usually fit in that short time and get into God's Word. And that's important because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So it helps us to stay strong in our faith. Now help people in your life to get into God's Word by sharing these short studies with them every day. You may help somebody turn their life around and come to God. You may help somebody ultimately get to heaven just by sharing these short studies with them every day. So share through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. And again, what a blessing it will be for somebody to get to heaven because you got them turned around in their thinking by getting them into God's word. But that will also be a great blessing for you. So start sharing today and every day with everyone you can. We're going to finish up our line of thought and study talking about how to deal effectively with temptation. The devil's always out there throwing temptations at us. And he is so skillful that he is really good at making sin look good and attractive and desirable, and even, in some cases, making it look righteous. Boy, our culture today has bought into that particular scheme of the devil. They, they, we're caught up in our culture in doing all kinds of ungodly things that we look at and say, well, that's good? That's righteous? We'll even say it's godly. And all the time, it's sin. It's ungodly. It's unrighteous. It's wicked. The wise man wrote in Proverbs 16 and verse 25, There is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is the way of death. The devil tries to make the way of death, and that is eternal condemnation in hell, look good to us. We have to be on guard. We need to be able to recognize sin as sin and thereby be able to resist it effectively. Four ways to deal with temptation. Common sense, practical, effective ways to say no to temptation. Well, the first one is, as Job did. What a great example for us. He just said no. No, I'm not going to curse God. No, I'm not going to give in to sin, even in the face of all that the devil did to him. And you talk about manifold trials or various trials, big trials. Job lost probably most of his holdings, his, his income, and he lost all ten of his children all in one day. But he did not sin against God with his lips. The second way to resist temptation, leave. Get away from the temptation. 
Now, it's best to not let yourself be put into that environment to begin with, but sometimes we find ourselves, through no fault of our own, in a setting wherein the devil hits us with temptation. Well, get out of there. Resist it. Turn away from it. Leave the scene. And we learn that example from Joseph as his master's wife tried to seduce him into committing adultery with her, grabbed him by the garment. What did he do? He took the garment off, left it in her hand, and he fled out of the house. He got out of there. The third way to resist temptation, remember what the Bible says. When we know the truth of God's word, we can recognize more easily and effectively the sinfulness that the devil tries to confront us with through temptation. Now, the fourth way. Pray. Pray, as Jesus instructed the apostles to do on the night of his betrayal. In Mark chapter 14, Jesus took, and Jesus knew what was going to happen. The next day he'd be on the cross. He took Peter, James, and John with him into the Garden of Gethsemane, and Jesus was going to spend some time praying to the Father. He left Peter, James, and John at a certain point, and then he went on farther. But now, when you look at, at verses uh, in, in chapter, Mark chapter 14, verse 32, verse 34, verse 38, Jesus three times after leaving Peter, James, and John at a certain point, and then himself going farther into the garden and by himself praying to God. He comes back and he finds them sleeping. Sleeping. Well, uh, what was his response to finding these apostles who seemed to have a somewhat closer relationship to him than the rest of the apostles? What does he say to them? How does he respond to them? First, in verse 32, he leaves them at that point. He says, sit here while I pray. Well, he comes back, he finds them asleep. Verse 38, he says, watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Watch and pray. Interesting. Prayer is powerful powerful. And so he told them to pray. He told them three times, watch and pray. Watch and pray. What did the Apostle Paul say about the power of prayer and the effectiveness of prayer? In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 17, he said, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. When Jesus was asked by the apostles about prayer, he, he told them, he told them about a, a story about a, a widow who was coming or, or a woman who was coming to the judge and she was pleading her case and the judge kept saying, get out of here. Not those words, but he kept saying no. He kept denying her judgment. And finally, she wore him out because she kept coming back. And he finally said, yeah, I don't fear God or man, but this, this woman is wearing me out. And so he gave her her judgment that she kept petitioning him for just to get her out of his hair. 
Well, now Jesus was simply using a kind of a, a common way, by way of illustration, that we can relate to as human beings in society of trying to get across the point. You just keep praying to God. Now, you wasn't getting across the idea that, that God doesn't want to bless us with whatever the need might be and whatever the need that as we see it, we might be petitioning him for through prayer. And he certainly is not going to just say, okay, 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 just to get, you, get us out of his hair. But he's saying persistence. That was what he was trying to get across. Persistence, patient, persevering persistence in prayer. Pray, pray without ceasing. Now, when we look at Luke Luke chapter 21, verses 34 through 36. Jesus said, Take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly. For it will come as a snare on all those who dwell in the face of the whole earth. So, how can we be prepared for that day? Watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. And we will all appear before the judgment seat of Christ on that final day of judgment and give account of how we have lived our lives in this earth, both good and bad. We will have to give that account. When we look at the implements of the Christian armor that the Apostle Paul lays out for us in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 17, he follows that up immediately by saying, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Pray, pray, pray. How can we overcome temptation? Well, certainly, we just need to say no to it. We need to discipline ourselves and maintain that spiritual strength to say no. We need to remove ourselves from the scene of the temptation. We need to, <clears throat> we need to remember God's word. And so to be able to remember God's word, we've got to know God's word, and that means we've got to stay in God's word. And then we also need to pray. Pray, pray, pray for God's strength, for God's deliverance, for his care for us in the face of all temptation. Just say no. Just refuse as much as possible to be even be in a potentially tempting situation. Know God's word so that you can quickly reference it in the face of temptation so that you can overcome the temptation and pray for God's strength, his protection, and his deliverance from the temptation. We'd like to help you to grow in your faith and in your faithfulness, which includes obedience to God through his teachings. We encourage you to contact us. You can do that through phone call 402-498-8397. 402-498-8397. We'd be glad to send you a free basic Bible study. We'll pay the postage. 
It's free. It always will be free. You can also contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com. Churchofchrist.com. You can click on the email link and contact us that way. You can write to us at Sunny Slope Church of Christ, 3606 North 108th Street, Omaha, Nebraska, 68134. You can also go to our website, again, churchofchrist.com, and click on the, on, the, on the podcast link and sign up for our podcasting. It is free. It always will be free. And you will automatically receive an incredible amount of teaching material from God's Word, study material, whereby you can grow in your faith. All of that, again, is free. We hope to hear from you soon. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to stay strong in the face of temptation. Help us to be armed against the devil's wiles to try to bring us away from you. Help us to have eyes that are open to wickedness, evil, sin, because we know your word, and so we recognize anything that contradicts it. Please watch over us and hold us close, we pray, and keep us safe from all temptation and sin, we pray. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.